Mike's going to die again. No, I'm just clearing my throat. Uh huh. Thank you very much. Welcome, ladies and germs, to the distraction hole. Um, I am Mike. We are here to distract you for a little while while we tell you what we've distracted ourselves with. Tonight we have the usual rogues gallery. We have David. How are Hi, you, David. I am doing okay. How are you doing, Mike? I'm I'm okay. I well, I got a headache. I'm kind of tired. It's it's a long day. More when, like when, the when the long hole. Yeah, that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and, Fucking burn. <clears throat> no, I wasn't bitching. I was just saying. You asked me, and I was telling you how I felt. <laughs> and then David shit on you. Boy. Yes. Yes. You see if I share again. See if I ever open myself up and be vulnerable again. I'm sorry. I have I have the social grace of a snapping turtle. Speaking of uh, snapping turtles, we also have Kevin. <clears throat> Kevin, how are you? I live in a giant bucket. That's not true. I'm in the same house as you, and I see no giant buckets. Metaphorically speaking. Well, I, I mean, any home is technically a bucket with a lid on it. I mean, mm. yeah, technically, uh, uh, this if I were a frog, this is my bucket. This is my mayonnaise jar with a stick and a leaf. That, that implies you can't get out of it. I can't. You can go outside. You were outside earlier. I saw that. That was a That was a ghost. That was his doppelganger. That was that was his My force doppelganger. Ghost. Doppelganger. <clears throat> the only time I ever seen, you know, a lot of times you'll see doppelgangers of people. You know, the only per- time I ever saw a doppelganger of Kevin was uh, the first time I went to Disney World. <clears throat> really? Yeah, I was on. There was someone on. I thought I've told. I'm pretty sure I told you about this. It's before. been a long time. But there was Getting a uh, from there to <clears throat> here. There was another. There was a guy on the bus, and I look over and I'm like, Jesus Christ! How did Kevin get to Florida? Like, wait a minute, no, that he's slightly off. It's a slightly, like, different Kevin. Okay. His it... name was, like, Kelvin. Well, well, you know what I'm going to say about that? No, I don't know. <clears throat> it's a small world after all. Oh, yeah. God damn it. But, no, I mean, I get people all the time saying, you know, they did I go to such and such school because I look just like somebody they used to know. Oh, yeah. there. I've got doppelgangers all over the Everybody place. Everybody does. And the thing is, I like to think it's like the one with Jet Li, and I'm eventually going to have to kill them all and gain their power. <laughs> going to Highlander them? I'm going to Highlander the shit out of those guys. And then be charged for murder because it turns out you know, but there was no... But it's me. <clears throat> that wasn't you. It's kind of like if you screw a clone of yourself, is it really cheating? Um, It's masturbation. It, it depends on if you were married or not. Okay, that's fair. And I am in a relationship, so I guess it's technically <laughs> cheating. So yes. Well, this this went off the rails. <laughs> yes, it did. So, do we have any things we need to take care of before we start the uh, insanities? Well, well, you well, should have gone to the did. bathroom before we hit record, but I, I, I already did that. I mean, yeah. other than that, like you know, Same. show show wise things to oh, take oh, care of. Oh, um, I, do we have that <clears> new shirt <throat> out yet? Uh, no, you haven't sent me the files. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I can't seem to download them off uh, uh, Discord, and it won't let me open them in browser for some reason. Oh, well, then I will definitely uh, take care of that for you. So, uh, yeah, we should have a new shirt going up next week. Yep. Actually, two Looks different cool. designs based on one design. Uh, you, you'll, you'll see it when it goes up. Yep. Yep, I've got uh, some designs we're going to be putting up, too. I'm going to do a variation of that new uh, ad that I did. Mm-hmm. 
as a graphic on a shirt. So we got like three shirts on the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, Possibly shirts. more for Supernat. So so you don't have to be naked when wa- listening Indeed. to this show. I mean, you know, we encourage you to listen however you want. You can be naked. I, listen, I, I, I'm I not encourage gonna people to be nude. Listen, I, listen to podcasts naked. That used to be the slogan of the gig cast. No, that was podcast was naked, wasn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, podcast naked. But still, same general idea. <laughs> How do you know I'm not? I don't know. I feel like we should do a distraction hole shirt, but like it should be like a butthole. <laughs> It says the distraction at the top and the bottom. How about a a a black circle that says the distraction hole and it has like hands on either side holding it open with a wedding (laughs) ring? Yes, with a wedding ring on one hand. Oh, that's terrible. No, see, I would have done the distraction hole, see other side, and then on the other side it says the distraction hole, see other side. Uh huh. Uh, I like that. Ooh, no, it's the distraction hole in a hole, but on the back it's reversed. So it looks like you're looking oh, through the person. There you go. You know, I, I do wonder if there's people out there who only listen to the distraction hole and they don't know about supernatural selection. And if that's, that's the case, hard. can we call them the distraction hose? Yeah, if you're listening to this and you only listen to this, congratulations, you are in fact a distraction hoe. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so uh, with that out of the way... um. For who goes first, we'll go with the person that insulted me, <laughs> that hasn't insulted me recently, oh. Kevin. Oh, okay. Thank you, you son of a bitch. No, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm wait. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Calling it audible. It's the cat's turn. Cat, come here. You're podcasting now. Conti was already rubbing on my microphone, so technically he went first. Mm. So, anyway, uh, so what have I been distracting myself with? I'll tell you what I've been distracting myself with. Fucking Baldur's Gate 3, because it will run on my system. Mm. Thank Jehovah. I know, man. Okay, have either of you played it? I have not. All right, so I adore this fucking game. I want you to think about who's saying that. No, I knew you would. Yeah. No, it is straight up D&D. Like, right down to everything you do, it's like dialogue options. It's like, try persuasion. And you do it, and then a dice roller comes up, and you click the die to roll the D20 to see if you succeed. And there are modifiers, and sometimes you get to roll advantage, which is two dice. Mm. And uh, it's it's really just, it's D&D the video game, and I fucking love it. It's point and click. Uh... God damn it. It's great. And also, now, there's a big meme going around right now because you can fuck your party members. Not like in a screw them over kind of way. I mean, like you can literally have sex with your party members. In a a Bioware kind of way. Yeah, okay. Let me start by saying, and this is past Bioware here, when you're making your character in the character generation screen... There is options for your genitalia. That's that's becoming more and more of oh, a uh, I option. Know, I know, know. but like, <clears throat> there's multiple dicks, multiple vulvas. For real? There's, yeah. For real? Like, you actually get to, like, design Oh, yeah, no, there's a, yeah, there is a uh, check mark for hide clothes, and then you pick what your bits are. And you actually see it? Yes. Wow. Yeah, because you're going to see it. <laughs> in the game. Yeah, the only two other games I know of that do that are... Uh, uh, Conan. Con- Conan and uh, Cyberpunk. Yep. 
Yeah. And I, you know, and here's the thing. The funny thing is I made this character and I've, <clears throat> I made two previous characters trying to play this game. And I got to a point where I was like, I don't know how to play this character. I don't know who this person is. I don't know what, how I'm going to do this. And then I started a third character and this one stuck because I was like, I know how to play this. I know this character like the back of my hand because I made fucking Terry from the Aaron Apprentice. So you had to think about Terry's dick. I'm not going to lie and say I haven't before because... <laughs> well, Ke- Kevin has a whole Bible about it. I'm pretty sure he has like, you know, you know, exact dimensions and... That know. is that is in the, the, Aaron, the so, Aaron Apprentice equivalent of the Book of Enoch. So, so Terry, cut or uncut? Uh, Cut. Okay, okay. Like, Cut. So, He's a, he was a religious boy. It's like like 37 degrees to the left and slightly no, down. No, you don't get to choose all that. I know, but, like, but you can choose. Like I'm saying what's in your Bible. One, oh, one tastefully no, large that. vein. Well, I'm, we're not going there, buddy. <laughs> but I just think it's hilarious. You can... One of the, the character options... And the thing is... uh. When you're making it, it's set to initially default. Mm-hmm. So you can make like a... Wow, that was... Uh, you can make a window sound. Neat. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. That was... I, you probably didn't hear that, uh, audience, but like my computer just decided, you know what? Fuck you. There's updates coming later. Oh, Jesus. So anyway... Uh, when you start making your character, it defaults to... Uh, default genitalia mm-hmm. before you you go in and specialize your fidgety bits and you can make a male character uh, with female parts or a female character with male parts because you can do that whole thing. Yeah, cyberpunk and, you can do that. Yeah, and people were screaming woke about it, of course. <laughs> well, of course. Fucking dingbats. Nobody mm-hmm. said that about cyberpunk when that happened like a year and a half ago. Yeah, they did. I don't remember. It. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like pronouns in, uh, what's that new game? That's a, in, in, uh, Starfield. Yeah, yeah. Starfield, mm, yeah. there were some dudes freaking out because they ask you for your character's pronouns, and it's literally My like, pronouns. he or she, or, or they, and it's like, you know. And they lost their goddamn minds. Because yeah. they're so sensitive and special snowflakes mm-hmm. that yep. they can't take it. Yep. Yep. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. I made Terry, I get in there, suddenly I know how to pl- uh, play the character, and it's not a huge spoiler to talk about the very first fucking thing that happens in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Mind Flayers. Neat. And you get a fucking tadpole in your head. Ooh. And what kills me about this is, I'm on Spooky Dice Bag, you know? Mm-hmm. And our current storyline that our characters are going through is fucking mind flayers. I'm like, I can't get away from these assholes. <laughs> but uh, it's it's really enjoyable story. Uh, it's got some really good voice acting. Uh, your companions range from I can't stand this motherfucker to I want to marry, I am a male, and I want to marry this man. Oh. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like, okay. There is a gay vampire elf. I don't know how else to put it. (laughs) And he's charming. And like the first night in your camp, he is trying to get that dick. (laughs) 
All right, he is just like trying real hard, and I'm like, and in the dialogue, I'm like, you you need to. Literally, one of the options is you need to back up. <laughs> I was like, you you do in fact need to back up, and I go talk to everyone in my party is trying to fuck me right now. Man, I need to just, say that you're just a popular dude. Well, it's Terry. Back that <laughs> that uh, vampire dick boat up. Yeah. Uh, and but my favorite character so far out of the party is Gale the the warlock or wizard or whatever he is. He's like a British Han Solo wizard. Mm. Like absolutely my favorite character in any game I've played in a while. So so like what what's the gameplay like? You mentioned it it feels a lot like D&D so it's definitely like turn based, right? Is it like a yes. like semi real time battle, or is it completely like? No, no, it's it's completely <laughs> turn based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like rounds, like D and D. Okay. Uh, you point. You've got your movement. You've got your actions. You've got your bonus actions. You've got cantrips. All that fun stuff. Okay. Okay. And like, and just like if you have spells, you have to rest to relearn your spells. Okay. Okay. So it's it's straight up D and D, man. It's yes, it's fifth edition, but like it echoes enough of what I played when I was in high school that like ah, this is fucking D and D. This is great. Mm. Yeah, I want to play it, but like I'm waiting to see if it comes to uh, Game Pass. It will not. Yeah, Microsoft kind of burned that bridge because they uh, when. From what I understand, when it came across as one of the games to uh, to potentially put on Game Pass, uh, whoever's in charge of that basically said, what the fuck is this shit? Offer them like, you know, a ham sandwich. Yeah. And the, the devs were severely insulted by that. Oh, because, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, they just said, this this looks like shit. We don't want this on Game Pass. Give, you know, give, give nothing for it. Uh huh, and then of course it turned out to be one of the most popular releases uh, at the time of the and, year. Basically. Of the year, and everybody was like, "Oh no, what did we do? What did we do?" Mm. So, really amusing how Microsoft fucked themselves over well, that way, well, and well, I well, hate that. It's weird because like um, like Game Pass um, has been doing pretty well from what I've seen regarding like uh, like like Starfield like still like oh yeah huge seller even though it like came to game pass and stuff oh yeah yeah well here's the thing it's very similar to something that happened several years ago online uh you're familiar with annie lennox right Mm, yeah okay so you know baldur's gate it's a long established gaming franchise this is the third one and it's been around for years wasn't the first one like a dos game yes yeah 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 and they've always been like point and click, you know. It, it's a little bit Diablo-esque in some ways, except not real time. And uh, one of the things that kills me is the Annie Lennox thing. Uh, she she posted on Twitter several years ago. She got this email from an A&R person from like a big record company that apparently was like in their 20s. And sent Annie Lennox an email saying, hey, I think we could really work together and uh, get you famous. Fuck. And, like, I heard a little bit of your music, and uh, I want to reach out and see if we can work together and get you a record contract. 
And Annie Lennox, for her part, uh, posted on Twitter and was like, guys, guys, I think I got a shot. (laughs) (laughs) She might make it big. She could. That's why you do your research. Yeah, nobody does that research. And I feel like that's what happened with this. Mm. Whoever was in charge of doing Game Pass looked at it and was like, wow, what a load of shit. Three. (laughs) Sure it is. Mm. And uh, now they're boned. Yeah. I hope they got reprimanded. And being that it's a kind of a small studio and a small publisher, I also, you know, say it's totally worthwhile to, you know, give them the full purchase. I know it kind of hurts sometimes. And maybe wait for a a Steam sale. It is so fucking worth it, though. If you were into role-playing games with a great story, interesting characters, your choices fucking matter Mm -hmm. in the game. I I have problems giving, you know, sixty, seventy dollars to like EA and other big, you know oh, things when you I know they haven't earned it. But this this these devs and this uh they, they seem to have earned it. They and, deserve your money. I'm yeah. not lying. This is and I don't say this often, but like Yeah, no, even if I don't finish this game, it was fucking worth the uh I think it's sixty dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it, man. Hours of gameplay worth ahead it, of you. Worth it just to send the message that, you know, we don't need AAA big-ass studios. Oh, yeah. and Because they they just suck up all the air in the room. Yeah, and yeah. also, no DLC. Mm. It's just no, patches. Patches to no fix things. No microtransactions. Yeah, no micro, microtransactions. I mean, there's going to be some, like, DLC, I'm but sure it's, like, DLC, the yes. game's done, so it's just, like, hey, be here's a happy. And it won't be DLC. It'll be expansion packs. Yeah, they know, have hopefully. not released an unfinished game that you have to pay for the ending for. Oh, yeah. No, it's on the list of, like, the three games I don't want to get and I can't afford right now because I want to get both oh, yeah. of them. Yeah, no, I absolutely. I can, I can sympathize yeah. with that. I want to yeah. get Armored Core. Yeah. And then I, okay. and then I definitely mm-hmm. want to get Super Mario Wonder. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, Mike played that <coughs> last weekend over at our friend's house. Ah, it looks yeah, so fun. And it, it was very fun. Um, and if I didn't have so many other games I'm not playing, I would get it. But mm-hmm. I have so many other games I'm not playing. Like As stated. I have, you know, I, I still have to get back to uh, Armored Core or Starfield or... Uh, Any of the other games. I'm trying to think of the others I haven't I've bought and haven't played a whole lot of. Yeah. I'll get into those when I talk about my my piece. Because mm. I think is your piece uh, a thing you can modify in the character select screen? Can you have a male or a female piece? <laughs> no, I'm kind of I'm kind of boned in that way. I'm already I can't change. Technically, that. yes, you are. <clears throat> you got it's called genetics. Yes, but I cannot heap praise enough on this fucking game. It is everything I wanted from a D and D game. <clears throat> uh goblins all over but it's it's great i'm enjoying the hell out of it i i will say that the uh kind of turn-based role uh conceit does Mm -hmm. turn me off a bit i do like more you know action diablo action oriented yeah but i don't say i won't say it's a a uh lost sale or anything i won't say it's a no from me wow i got really loud oh sorry about that um, but I will say it's not my usual thing. I'm usually not a turn-based kind of person. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Well, <clears throat> you know, maybe if you want to come over here and sit at my thing and check it out sometime. Whatever. But but it sounds like the storyline's pretty awesome. So oh, God, be... it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm currently... I tricked my way into a goblin stronghold. <laughs> like, seriously, they're like, Ah, we found you. We're going to get you. And I just like, you should really... Look, if you just walk away now, I won't tell anybody this happened. And the goblin's like, eh, All right, fine. And I won't say, like, I can't do turn-based. Like, I like Advance Wars and uh, Fire mm-hmm. Emblem, but it's usually not my thing. So I will eventually give it a shot. It's not your bag, baby. uh, It's normally not, but I can be, like, (laughs) persuaded to walk on the other side. Does it it have auto-battle to some degree? No. No. Okay. No. No auto-battle. You play every character, every turn, every decision. So if you fuck up, it's your fault. Every thrust, every... In more ways than one, <laughs> sir. Yeah, part of the do, reason do, I really enjoyed my com? time with um, Dragon Quest, what was it, Dragon Quest Eleven, um, or, or Twelve, mm. I don't know which, um, is because... Yeah, I think I had, had yeah, the, that the one. one on the PS4. Um, part of the reason I enjoyed it so mm-hmm. much was because there was like a pretty cool like auto-battle system, so what I would do is I would just have my main character... Uh, in my, under my control, but the rest of the party, like, auto-battle, unless I got to a fight where I knew I needed to, like, control everybody, and it made right. the game a lot more enjoyable because I didn't have to micromanage everything. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I'm a Pokemon player, so I know a fair amount of, like, you know, micromanaging, but... Right. Yeah. You know. Well, I, even without that, it's uh, it's a lot of fun to do. Okay. Yeah, I, and, I, I, uh, I don't doubt it, but I, I just wonder if that might be something they can patch in later, just, you know, to... I don't know. Maybe there's mods. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? And the other thing that I really like is, as you're going through it, uh, your party talks to each other. Brad? So, like, they'll just they'll just have conversations while you're wandering around about what's happening. Hmm. I am reminded of one of my favorite stories of uh, the game before... Well, yeah, you know, from, you know, when it launched that someone was saying that they were, they romanced the, uh, what's the big red lady? Oh yeah. I I haven't come to her yet, but I've seen her. Yeah. Whatever Uh, her, her race is. They, they romance uh the big red lady. Yeah. They're basically demons. They're, they're devils. Tieflings. Tieflings. Yes. Yes. Tieflings. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so his, his male character romanced the big red lady and, uh, he was very butthurt <laughs> that his character was forced to bottom the big red lady. It's like, what do you expect? She's big. She's going to top. Of course she's going to top you. <laughs> I have yeah. no complaints. And, and But he was, of course, it hurt his masculinity oh. to, uh, well, for his character representation of him to be forced to sub big well, red lady. I saw somebody talking to her in a video in one of the dialogue options because uh, she was like, I really really want to get to know you more <laughs> and one of the options uh his character had was you me bed now <laughs> literally like, just the snoo- this is great scenes from um, yes Futurama. yeah no skeletons smoking with their hips <laughs> shattered that's I mean, that's like this is like 50 of the reason i'm gonna play this game is just for the bone big women yeah, no just for the horn oh, dude I mean, like, even without trying, everybody wants to fuck my character. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Can they just have, like, the, the, the uh, you know, 
where they shift the focus where it's not so much combat. It's mostly the bone in with just a little bit of combat. I don't know, but I still <clears throat> love the fact that apparently the 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 everybody being horny all the time was a bug. <laughs> oh yeah, that's and when right. They I announced heard that. it like the fan base was just like, "Don't fix it," and they haven't. <laughs> they didn't want them to remove. They were or like, yeah, down "Hey, horny. hey, if you want a bone in our game, that should, is fine. We're just gonna leave it." Then. Should, should be a uh, menu option at the beginning of you know select your horniness. <laughs> <laughs> well, what gets me is I love that also when they're like, "Yeah, it's actually a bug, and we're gonna patch it out," and everybody's like, "No." No, <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. They listen. They're like, hey, no, that's great. Don't have fun, you bunch of fucking <clears throat> freaks. Yeah, <laughs> no oh. judgments, no judgments. Yeah, no. I, oh god, it's fun. That's all I can say. It's fun, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, you, you yeah. tend to have a propensity to be a little uh, sour on things. Yeah, no, I got, I got nothing bad to say. That that is so, wonderful to hear. That's high praise. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> go buy the goddamn game. <laughs> like I, Shit, I do, I've... I do want to. I really do. It yeah. looks like it'd be right up my alley. Yeah. Um, David, just... do you have Steam? Um, my computer is a toaster. Oh, oh okay, that's right. that's right. You are. I can't even run Team Fortress Two on... anymore. Okay, Oof. you're literally working on a kitchen appliance. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But like, okay. it, unless it's on the Xbox, that's like the best I can do. Like, I have a PlayStation gotcha. Four, but that's old at this point. And yeah. then the Switch mm-hmm. is its own ecosystem. So, like, unless it's yeah. unless it's Game Pass right now, there's not a chance of me playing it. Damn. You yeah, might be getting so. a Christmas present though. Oh <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be nice, but no. Nah, um, it just it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, um, so like, what class or well, not class? What races are available to create? Oh Jesus! Okay, so you got human, tiefling, elf, dwarf, half elf, uh, the green people that the weird horny lady is. I can't not horny, but like she's horny in my camp. Uh, I can't remember her race because everything she says, she needs a vowel. Real bad. <clears throat> so she's uh, really crunchy. And it's one of the newer races in D&D that mm. I'm not familiar with. Like, it goes like half-orc? No, no, no. Uh, let me look it up. Oh, that's okay. Me... I, I can look it up on my phone. Um, just just curious. Green Lady Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah, that's going to narrow you're talking about. She's got She's got the Michael Jackson nose. Uh, Yeah. Um. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay, she I got the list here. Githyanki. Okay. Okay. A Githyanki. Yeah, you can be one of them. You can be an orc. Uh, you can be dragonborn, which is basically a human dragon hybrid. Also, got it. to yeah. be a fly on the wall of that consummation. Jesus, <clears throat> I know it's like that fire breather cartoon. <laughs> Where mom was a woman, dad was a kaiju, and the kid was just like, I don't even want to know how I happened. So, yeah, it's it, but you can be all those and halflings, which look like hobbits, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. yeah. And dwarves? Uh, yes, dwarves. You can be dwarves. And also, none of them, none of the races are limited in their class choices, as far as I can tell. Yeah, that seems to be a 5th edition D&D thing. 
Do they have mm-hmm. bonuses, racial bonuses? Oh, for, yes. There's okay. always racial bonuses. Uh, and, you know, dwarves and elves get infravision. Well, it used to be called infravision. Now it's called night vision or night sight. And, uh, but yeah, every race has its own bonuses. That's a, that's a good amount of race or uh, classes. It really is. And it's like the full run of D&D classes in 5th edition. You know, you got your rogue, you got your mm-hmm. fighter. And now, um, how like plot driven is it versus like, um, like free roam? Well, it's plot driven at the start for sure because like you got to get this thing out of your head or you're gonna fucking die. Okay, okay. So that's kind of a, a important plot thing. But you can wander anywhere on the map. That's uh, it's a little linear in some ways, but you can go anywhere in the areas. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of places to explore and loot. So, so you know, you, you brought up that you made Terry in the game. So I, I guess my yes. question is, like, what compelled you to make Terry and not, like, a an original <clears throat> character? Because I, I, I do well, the same thing. Like, every time I have a game where I'm mm-hmm. able to, like, create a character, I always make the same character, and it's some variation on that character. Well, well like, like you said, you had two other characters before. Yeah, I had two okay. other characters, but, like, I didn't know them, and I got in the game, and... I wanted to play something where I was like, mm-hmm. I know how I'm going to role play this mm-hmm. when the when the dialogue options come up. So, so were you paladin or warrior? Warrior. Okay. Okay. I went with warrior, but there is actually as a fighter, one of the things you can do. There are subclasses, <clears throat> and one of them, which I didn't take it, but you can actually gain spell slots as a standard fighter. Oh, neat. So that's kind of cool, but actually yeah. we went for something else where you get like these bonus dice and it gives you like these really cool superhuman flourishes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that kind of fits with Terry. Oh, that is neat. And uh, I just don't have like I'm playing. You know, I control the wizard, but like I don't think I can really handle being a wizard mm. in this. And I never play wizards in D and D. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I am right now in Spooky Dice Bag, but, like, normally uh, I'm a rogue or something like that. Mm-hmm. You like the sneaky sneak stab stab? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, because, like, that's like in Skyrim. It doesn't matter how I start. It's like I'm putting everything into spells. Why do I have a bow and arrow? Why am I suddenly hard to see? Oh, shit, I'm a fucking thief again. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah. But it's uh, it's really got a lot of customization stuff. You don't have as much customization for your face as in like like Skyrim, mm-hmm. but it's enough. But but hey, there is at least dick customization. So yes, and you can also also choose like out of your party that you eventually get. You can just choose to play as one of those characters. Oh, interesting. So, I haven't done that, because I was like, why would I play with your pre-made shit? Mm. I'm a creator. Yeah, no, I get it, man. Yeah, a lot of fun, though. Uh, But yeah, that's that's all I've been doing, that. And honestly, I went back and when I'm trying to relax, which I've been trying to do a lot lately, is uh, Stardew Valley. Mm, Okay. I love Stardew. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, um... 
What was that? Harvest Moon, but with dungeons. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a fun one. I do enjoy myself some Stardew. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my, my favorite, like, farm game is still always going to be Harvest Moon. Yeah, I used to play that, but um, I don't know. I feel like the movement and everything's just too slow mm. you know, and deliberate feeling. What, what I, you know, I've, I've played some of the more recent ones, but I kind of just mm-hmm. want them to do, like, a, a throwback one where it's literally just the the 16-bit art style maybe add a couple new systems but kind of keep it to that i could low level and then like fucking put it on a phone well you know the japanese name for the game was story of seasons Uh uh-huh yeah and since the american company has the rights to the name uh harvest moon the new harvest moon games are all developed by the american company and now they're re-releasing the original Harvest Moon games as Story of Seasons. Mm, okay. So if you're looking for some of the originals, they're called Story of Seasons now. Okay. But it's the same games. Yeah. And uh, Concerned Ape, the guy that you know made Stardew, uh, got to talk to the creators of story of seasons and they were like yeah no we fucking love your game man this is everything we would have done that that is really neat it's kind of like how um uh i think it's toby fox who is doing uh music for like um pokemon now or something like that Um, oh yeah yeah the guy who came up with um undertale like uh, oh really yeah notable for its music and everything like that but uh i know Mm -hmm. that toby fox has been doing music for a few Nintendo games, uh, which it's, oh, it's neat. Cool. I, I really appreciate like when things like that happen. Yeah. 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 I just, I love the concerned ape is like, you know, he did it. He did it well enough that the people he was aping were like, you did good kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's always that, fun. That's like a dream come true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. That's all I got. That's what I've been doing. No, you know, I am so happy for you, man. I'm I'm just I'm well, over the moon you. that you're like having a blast and you deserve it. You deserve it. Well, thank you. It's it's also I'm sitting here going, and it works. It's not like fucking you ought to, cyberpunk. You ought to fucking stream well, it or something. Even in just I a might. Discord. Just um, I might. Because I'd I'd probably watch. Like I've I've got like uh, especially as I'm working on stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, hearing you enjoy yourself. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Well, you know, I've got that new webcam, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I would eventually love to move into game streaming and everything. I could probably stream now with my Xbox, but I'm just like... It's too much work to set all that shit up right now. No, I understand. There's some stuff. If I was going to stream anywhere else, I'd have to get, like, software again and and try to remember how to do that. And it would literally be me running Nightmare Dungeons on Diablo 4, like, (laughs) over and over and over again. So. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, and it's funny. uh, I've got YouTube open in a tab. I look, and there's a, uh, you know, the shorts. Mm -hmm. There's one with a picture of that gay vampire elf. It just says, when voice actors get paid enough. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And that's that's true. Everybody in this game is, like, putting in the work as they're, a voice it's, actor. It's no Peter Dinklage it phone is, in. It is not. They're, they're, you know, invested. And, Mike, you, at some point, just look up the character Gale, uh, G-A-L-E, from Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Because this dude is... 
the most charming character I've run into. You, you'll get a kick out of him. All right. Yep. So that's mine. Yeah, All that's right. Awesome. Well, Kevin's shot his load. <laughs> David, what you got on? Wait, wait. Did I have to roll the hit? No. You <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. No, you shot your load, and it was it was it was a automatic success. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> hang on. Let me get my dice out. I'm going to roll for damage. Um, no need. It was it was completely you know effective. It was a shot. I to rolled the chest. a ten on a d twelve, so you, you, take ten damage. You pulled off the pearl necklace. Yeah. Yeah. So so David, mm-hmm. what you got in the chamber for us? Well, um, like it's what's in the dick chamber? Well, in the it, balls per se. <laughs> well, it, it's it's spooky season. You know, October. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it you is. guys know, October yeah. is my month. I'm a horror freak. Um, yep. We're just a couple of days away from the actual Hollows Eve. Yeah, it, it's just, it's been like a weird October, and I haven't really had a lot of opportunity to kind of like get into it, right? So, mm-hmm. the, the, right. So, really lately, it's been me just kind of like watching stuff, and I've, I've been watching a lot of um, horror media that has come out recently. So, I just kind of want to talk about like some of the things I watched and some general impressions and that sort of thing. Um, sure. And then, of course, I, I want to see what your experience is with some of this stuff. So, um, did y'all ever read the Goosebumps books? They were probably a little uh, late for you guys. That was well past my time. Yeah, yeah, I was a teen. We were teenagers yeah. by the time we were in came high out, school, so. like headed toward graduation <clears throat> so, when that came out. Yeah. So, so Goosebumps hit me at like the perfect age. I had like the complete collection yeah. for that like three-year span where it was like really big in like the mid 1990s. Like, well, I had you nerdy, all the books. You nerdy child. Me and Mike were adults. We read The Babysitter's Club. Right, right. Oh, God. Um, but no, I, I, I grew up with Goosebumps. It's it's one of those things. Yeah, like, no. I remember the um, the 1990s show um, and oh, like, yeah, yeah. how good the opening theme I remember, to that was. I remember the intro because it was R.L. Stein walking with his briefcase and the papers would come out mm-hmm. and make everything twisted and evil. You no, know, it was pretty good. And then, like, I've yeah. seen the movies and the movies are good, too. So, um, I... Yeah, that's... I, they did the one with Jack Black, wasn't it? Yeah, there there was a couple of them. Um, but, yeah... The, I didn't the Jack, know there were more than one. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, two of them. Well, um, like, there's a new Goosebumps TV show and it's on uh, Disney Plus and Hulu. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've watched the seven episodes that have been released so far, and I, I quite enjoy it. Um, it. It's different. It's definitely a more mm-hmm. modern take on the series. Like, um, I'm, did you ever watch? I'm gonna guess you... the production values are better. Yeah, for the most part. Did, did you okay. ever? Did you ever watch the original show? I saw a little of it because, like, I would get home yeah. and it would be on. Or so, something. Yeah, so the original show is just basically like an anthology series, which makes sense for Goosebumps. Right. You know, you had all these independent little stories. Some of them would get sequels, but, you know, right. the, the TV show would adapt the individual books. Um, <clears throat> yeah. This is not an anthology. This, really? Yeah, so this one is creating a framing narrative, and all of the stories of different books play out as episodes in the story and all the events are related in that sort of thing. So like the first, the first episode is uh, an adaptation, like a loose adaptation. And that's the thing about all of these. They're very much loose adaptations that are fitting into a central story that guides the season. Um, 
you know, so the first episode is an adaptation of uh, Say Cheese and Die. They do the Haunted Mask. Uh, they do Go Eat Worms. Um, yeah, I, I remember a lot of these titles. And I, I know that, like, okay. a couple of the upcoming episodes are themed after Horror Land, which was my favorite of the books. So, um, but yeah, I, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Like, the, the biggest name H- attached to Have they to done the, the dummy? Yeah, Slappy is part of an overarching plot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Slappy is a super important character, but then again, he's like the face of Goosebumps, so like... Yeah. Yeah. You don't really get introduced to him until like episode six, but yeah. the, the search for Slappy is part of the whole thing. Um, Good God. But, but that the, name. The search for Slappy. Well, you know, and um, it, it's fun. Like, it's legitimately fun. Um, the biggest name attached to the show is Justin Long. Um, Wait, is that the the guy from the Mac PC commercials? Yeah, yes, the, yes. The he's Mac. been he's been in a lot of yeah. horror. Oh movies. no, Justin Long's great. Like he's such a fucking. He's in Drag Me to Hell, it. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was also okay. in um, Barbarian, which I, didn't I haven't see that. seen that. Gage one yet. is trying to get me to watch that. Uh, of course, you also know him from Galaxy Quest. Of course, yeah, and he did Tusk with uh, Kevin Smith. He's in a lot of a <clears> lot of Kevin Smith stuff. Um, but no, no, Justin Long, he's, he's cool. Like I've always liked Justin Long. Um, he, he's, uh, but yeah, he, he plays character here. Um, when I first saw previews for the show, I thought, okay, maybe he's playing like a version of R.L. Stein. That's not the case. Um, okay. but yeah, it's, it's legitimately good. The thing is, it's like, you know, the style that Riverdale was, was shot in. I'm, I'm not totally familiar because I've never seen it. But, okay. okay, but it's it's modern. Um, it's yeah. got like it, the cinematography is good. The teen actors overall are pretty good. Like I, I like this cast of characters. Um, mm-hmm. The adults are, are pretty well drawn, and like it's it's surprisingly mature for a show that is probably technically for for teenagers. Or tweeners. Um, right. Yeah, because it deals with, like, issues of infidelity and stuff like that, and it, it handles it in a pretty realistic way. Um, Neat. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm. There's also... Um, oh, Rob Hubel, who I also am a big fan of. He's also in the show. He's not, like... Now, who is the, that? Um, did you ever see uh, Children's Hospital? I did. Wait, is he the, the guy in the clown makeup? No, no, that's... Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, Rob Hubel, uh, you know, I'm gonna... I'm looking him up. Yeah. yeah. You'll, oh, you'll that guy. Yeah, he, he's fantastic. I know him. He's, a, he's great. He's hilarious. Um, he's he's in the show. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his role isn't as big as, like, say, um, Justin Long's, but still, still pretty uh, big. But, like, overall... I, I would definitely recommend it. It like it has its issues, uh, but okay. What, what show doesn't? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, uh, I, I recommend it. It's worth watching. Mister yeah. Hubel was also in a film called Hell Baby, which I cannot recommend. Oh, I love Hell Baby, <laughs> and not I, just for the full frontal scene that lasts for like four minutes. I, I wait. Okay, got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a dude though. No no oh. no no. It's um. Okay, because I haven't finished the movie. I got part of the way through and was just like, I oh boy. Oh oh god. What what's her name? Um, I'm sorry. I gotta look up her name because I I don't remember off the top of my head. I remember what she looks like, but we're very well. I bet you do with full frontal. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Ricky Lindholm. 
Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hell Baby had like an infamously long full frontal scene, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, Rob Hubel, uh, again, I'm into a lot of these like alt ensemble comedy. From Garfunkel and Oates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The wow. blonde lady from Garfunkel and Oates. I know who that is. Okay. I don't know the name off, you know, in the, you know, from just the name. Yeah. But yeah, I know Garfunkel. Yeah. Dudes. Oh, wait, was she in Wednesday? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I never oh. finished Wednesday. Holly watched Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I wondered why that uh, person looked familiar mm. in Wednesday. Okay. She was the. Uh, oh, I can't remember who it was. A person. Yes. <laughs> she was. She was in there. But yeah. No. I remember there was there was a blonde lady in there. It looked awful familiar. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Now what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about goosebumps. <laughs> I recommend it and everything like that. So um. Right. Yeah. No. If you get the, a chance, it's it's pretty fun. Like it's. The episodes are probably about like 30, 35 minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Good length. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that like it doesn't drag itself out. Um, right. So another thing that I watched recently is um, the uh, Fall of the House of Usher on uh, Netflix. I've heard about yeah, this. Yeah, I've heard things yeah i haven't heard things i've it's, heard about it. it i've heard things and it definitely seems like it's not quite up my alley but you know it seems interesting enough was somebody said something about uh like a, a animal murder yeah yeah i mean it's an adaptation Which, of the black cat okay not to make this into a weekend weird right, right. but <laughs> well, you know. uh, okay so um like uh, so, with the it being the fall of the house of Usher, um, that's the principal narrative that links, and it's a lot like this Goosebumps show, it, like same kind of format where it's a bunch of different stories, but they're linked. Yeah, right. instead of being an anthology of Poe stories, each Poe story or poem is integrated into an overarching plot. So uh, the the best way that I can like describe this, and like obviously with the fall of House of Usher, like everybody dies. That, that's the point mm. of the project. So right, each yeah. episode, a member of the family dies, and that family member's death is a adaptation of sorts of a post story. Right. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Mm. I can't wait until someone finally does this with Lovecraft. That Yeah, you know, I, I think that could work, but we'll see what happens. Well... And one of the things about Lovecraft, and I've always said this, is you direct adaptations of Lovecraft suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. That's one of the reasons, like, the Yuza movies work. Yeah. Like, here, here's the thing. Lovecraft stories just aren't that good. They they aren't strong yeah, enough to support but, a story, like, to, to support a, a narrative. That it's You don't read I don't Lovecraft know. I feel for the like, narrative. See, I feel like if you could do Call of Cthulhu as like sort of a detective story that ends with a you know the guy relating finding Rillier. Yeah, but it wouldn't be and everything. You, but you wouldn't just do a like a, a straight adaptation of it. You would have to add no, stuff to God it. God no. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, so that's the thing about Lovecraft. You don't you don't read Lovecraft for the actual narrative. No, but if you were to do an actual narrative, you could very easily just do like, well, here's the adventures of Randolph Carter. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Um, based on Fall of the House of Usher, 
Um, like the, the, the showrunner, the creator of it is Mike Flanagan. Um, and I, I've become a big fan of his. Like I've enjoyed every single one of his little horror projects. I think he could do a good Lovecraft based series for his next, uh, next project. I don't know what his next project is. I think he's doing another Stephen King adaptation with, uh, Tom Hiddleston, but, um, like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you're right. I actually really liked Dr. Sleep, believe yeah, it or no, not. No, Dr. Sleep was quite good. Like it had the impossible task of adapting Stephen King's sequel to his novel, which is completely different from the movie that everyone loves while still acknowledging mm-hmm. the movie. It, it was a fucking <laughs> yeah. tightrope to walk and he nailed it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Totally. And it it worked. I mean, there's stuff that, mm-hmm. yeah, people are going to complain about. There's going to yeah. be the obvious comparisons to uh, The Shining. Yeah. But, like, as its own thing, it's actually really yeah. good. And it it just barely delves into the wider Stephen King yeah. universe with The Shining. Yeah. And, you know, the, the breakers mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool. Yeah. So, so Mike Flanagan, like, he, he knows his shit. He's done a great job. Uh, Fall of the House right. of Usher, I had a little trouble with it at first, but once I caught... It, it's definitely the most campy of his projects, because most of his projects... There's nothing wrong with a good campy horror. You know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, because I fucking love campy horror. Like, I love uh, American Horror Story, and then I'm going to talk about Chucky in a minute, but, like... Um, oh boy, I haven't yeah. caught up on so, that. I haven't seen right. this season. So, you know, um, with Mike Flanagan, there's kind of like an understated nature to a lot of his projects. Um, mm-hmm. Fall of the House of Usher is very campy compared to those. Like at one point, the way mm. that they're doing the references and the show and everything like that, name dropping things, I literally thought that Edgar Allan Poe was going to show up as a character at some point. <laughs> it, it just it kind of had that vibe, and it took me a couple of episodes to really kind of like fall into place and be like, okay, no, I see what he's doing here. Um, sure. But ultimately, it worked. It worked out quite well. And then, of course, he 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 has his recurring cast that you know he works with, um, and they're all excellent. Um, let, let, me, let me just pull up the cast real quick because um, there's some there's some cool names on here. All right, sorry, I just got to pull. Okay, so um, Carla Gugino, of course. She's like his muse. She's in every single one of his projects. Um, you know, she's fantastic. Um, Kate Siegel is in it. Bruce Greenwood. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Greenwood plays Roderick Usher. Um, they've got Mary McDonnell. Let's see, who else we got here? Uh, Mark Hamill plays Arthur Pym. Oh, heck. Really, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Arthur Pym, yes. like yes, the, the the narrative of Arthur Pym, the Anor- yes, Jesus H Christ, yeah, he, that's insane. He plays the lawyer to the Usher family, but his the, the the story that he is adapted from plays out in an interesting way in the background of the show. Okay, uh, Henry Thomas, of course, because he's been in all these projects with. Um, oh Jesus, dude, that's Mike. Do you know who Henry Thomas is? Um, the oh, founder God. of Wendy's. Oh God, Henry Thomas. No, uh, Henry <laughs> Thomas is actually <clears throat> Elliot from E.T. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Annabeth Gish was in it. Like, so it's, it's really good. The cast is absolutely fantastic. Um, like I really recommend it. Like it may take a couple of episodes to kind of fall into place style wise. I think Mike Flanagan with this 
has done a better American Horror Story season than American Horror Story ever did. And I say that as a fan of American Horror Story. I'm more willing to give this a shot than I am American Horror yeah, Story. Because like I, I, I feel like American Horror Story is like... Okay, I don't mean to sound like a hipster, but it's too mainstream. Um, well, it, for, for American Horror Story, like it's, it's camp, but it doesn't balance it out well. There are a couple seasons I can recommend of the show, but um, like it's it's ultimately like an acquired taste. Um, Let me ask you: Would you recommend Double Feature? Is that the one with the aliens? Um, I never actually. I I stopped watching the show for a while. So awesome. Yeah. Okay, the, great. Glad I could. The the season throw that, that I the, the seasons that I recommend would definitely be um, Asylum. I think Asylum is probably the best written one. Um, mm-hmm. And it happens to be the second season. Um, I love Coven. Okay. I love Coven. I don't know if it's the best written one, but I love everything about Co- uh, Coven. Um, but mainly because that's like when the show is at its most camp, but it fucking works. And then um, okay. I really, really, and this is probably going to like make people angry who are fans of the show, but I really liked the way they did Roanoke. Um, I, I loved Roanoke, okay. but it's controversial because it was like a weird format shift because the first half of the season is done like one of those haunting shows, like, um, you know, with like the talking heads and everything like that. It, it's done in the style of like a reenactment of a, a haunting and a house. And then the second half of the season, um, switches to a more of a traditional narrative it's really interesting and i applaud them for it but a lot of people had issues with it um but but yeah anyway back to um fall of house of usher i i really do recommend it um and if you liked dr sleep you should totally watch some of the other mike flanagan projects okay yeah um i the one i would suggest starting with um is definitely um his take on the haunting of Hell House. I forget what the name of the season was, but it was like his first series on Netflix, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's really good. Like I think cuz he doesn't do like straight adaptation of these things. He he uses the the core of the the story as a framework and then fills in the gaps, but it works really well. Um yeah, so so uh, so goosebumps and the fall of the house of Usher are like kind of similar in structure, and it, it's weird. It's really weird. Interesting. Yeah. And then of course okay. we get to the absolute insanity that is this current season of Chucky. They could only release the first half, so we got four episodes, yeah. and we have to wait for the other remaining because episodes. of the strike. Yeah. Um. I have never seen a TV show that is so fucking ridiculous and reaches so far and actually pulls it off. I am in awe of this season of the show. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Child's Play franchise. Like, I love Chucky, one of my favorite Oh, characters. yeah, no. You, you infected Yeah, me. I did that fucking podcast about it, so... Yes, um, I was very happy to be on. Yeah, that. and I I would love to do that again. Maybe I'll do a Chucky special or something like that. But um, th- this season um does some incredible weird shit, and I am just all for it. And I am so pissed 
We only get the first four episodes and I have to wait for the remainder. Um, and, yeah. and you know, talking about camp, I mean, Chucky, man, that is the campiest fucking horror show on TV. So campy, you have to bring a tent and your own firewood. <laughs> so, so, so campy, you have to have a feather boa and a apple teeny. Okay, okay. On camp. Mm-hmm. On a scale of Batman 66 to everything John Waters has ever done. Where would you oh, put it's, it? Oh, it's John Waters territory, baby. Okay, yeah. all right. No, um, just the, the, the shit that they're doing with Chucky this season and the larger world building um just it's, it's so good and i don't necessarily want to spoil it because i i know that you're gonna end up watching it at some point kevin yeah i definitely um, will but i'll, I'll just kind of give you the basic pitch chucky in the fucking white house i i you you sold yeah, me yeah no it's um like did you ever finish season two yeah yeah um so i you know, a lot of people had problems with it. I enjoyed it. It was oh no, balls it, it was fantastic insanity. in that Christmas special for the ending. Yeah, so um, yeah, season three yeah. is very much the fallout wait, of what wait, happened wait. with season two. Mike, Chucky and the so so you're telling tell me someone with orange hair and little hands was in the White House? Yeah, they haven't <laughs> quite made that joke yet, but it feels a little bit all over the season. Um. <laughs> and oh god like for fans of like you know seed of chucky you know uh with the uh with with uh the, the kid and then with um tiffany and everything like that like you you're you're mm-hmm. feasting man you're getting everything like they the the most recent episode with uh like tiffany is absolutely insane and they're actually going deep into the voodoo lore for this season Oh, okay. Because yeah. that, that is a huge thing, and they don't really get too deep into well, it. it, it with, with season two, there was that whole exorcism thing, right? Yes. That becomes well, a major yeah. thing for this season, the fallout of that. Can I say that seeing that priest explode may have been my favorite thing I've ever seen in a Chucky thing? <laughs> Ever. Oh yeah, no, like, and I'm also surprised at how much fucking more ridiculous the deaths are in this season. Like the show just keeps really? escalating. Um, and then of course you got Devin Sawa back playing another character, which I love. Oh, thank yeah. God! Is he, uh, he plays the president? Because he played. He plays the president of the oh, United States. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. See, Mike, in the first season he played. Uh, okay, in the last Chucky movie he was a psychiatrist. In the first season of the uh, show, he plays the main character's father and his father's twin brother, <coughs> his uncle. And then in the second season, he plays the priest running the orphanage they're all living in. And he comments, God, that guy reminds me of my dad. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to correct you. And now he's back this season. I am going to correct you. He wasn't the um, he wasn't the psychologist in w- one of the movies. But that psychologist, really? the actor who plays the psychologist, he's been in all three seasons of the show as well. Oh, so he, in, in this okay. one, I'm, he's I'm playing the vice mistaken. president. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, that that's a thing. Like, um, you know, Don Mancini's grabbing his pool of actors. And um, yeah, I, that's a thing I love about horrors, yeah. horror filmmakers is they do that. Yeah. So, like, for example, uh, Laura Jean Korostecki, um, she was uh, that, that crazy nun in season two. 
Yeah, she plays the first lady in this season. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's, it's so fucking good, man. I, the nun that thought Chucky was Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's it's just it's a delight. I I just it's it good. was like the highlight of my last four weeks. Um, just yeah, you know, Chucky man, I love it. I love it. So yeah. yeah so um, I'm trying to think of any other. I'm trying to think if I watched any movies or anything lately, but no, honestly, it's mostly been like horror television, but it's been really nice to have like these three consistently good horror serialized stories, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Just, um, I, I recommend all three of them. So yeah, do with that what you will. So, with David having been spent with that luscious, luscious... Oh, don't say that word. Jesus Christ. I don't like this approach. I don't... Fuck. I like it better when you're completely unprepared. Jesus. His his luscious tidings of horror. I need a shower. We are going to take a break. And when we're back, when we come back, we'll have Mike's gonna finish time us off. for my oh god happy ending. I poppy. Fuck this. I poppy. Hey, David. You know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. Whoa. So we are back from our, um, what would you call that? Uh, A piss break. No, no, it has, it has a term. It's called our uh, refract, refractory period. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> hey, you're, look. You're going to get banned from hosting at some point. <laughs> <laughs> the Baldur's Gate has my mind in the gutter. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, that's kind of <laughs> And I haven't fault. even played it yet, but, you know. So <laughs> I guess it's my turn. And so for... This week, I have not played much games. I have mostly, I would say, the biggest chunk of my time taken up with, uh, you know, things has been I've watched the last three seasons of uh, Demon Slayer. Mm. Is that an anime? It's an anime. Okay. It's, uh, so the premise of demon slayer it's set in it's kind of ambiguous they don't ever say a specific date but they have like electricity and railroads so it's probably like just 
pre or post World War One, kind of in the the kind yeah, of turn of the say, century, nineteen teens. Yeah, yeah, the the teens to twenties kind of era, or even turn of the century, Japan, um, and it's about a uh, a guy who's basically lost all his family to these demons. These demons are sort of a hybrid between kind of what you would expect to demons to be in vampires because they can like create new ones. They could pass it along. Mm. And they're also, they can't daylight kills them. So they're very much a hybrid of vampire. They, they have, they don't have to consume blood, but they do like eating human flesh and it gives them power. Okay. But so his whole family, except for his sister is killed by demons. Well, okay. His father had already died from a disease, but his mom and like four or five brothers and sisters are killed. And one of his sisters, his uh, eldest sister, is turned into a demon. Oh, no. And so he um, basically wages a war against them. He joins the Demon Slayers, which is an organization set up to ostensibly, you know, eradicate said demons. Um, all the while, while carrying his uh, demon, demonized sister on his back in a uh, wooden box. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the weirdest version of Trigun I've ever heard of. Yeah. No, it's, I was going to say it sounds Japanese for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, it's it's great. Like, I'd watch the first... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. I'd watch the first season, you know, many moons ago. And in fact, I uh, stopped because I couldn't watch anymore because the second season hadn't come out yet um in fact the second season when it was originally released was released as a uh, movie oh wow and then the movie was you know had stuff added to it and became season two and i just kind of not didn't uh keep up with it until finally you know figured it was about time and uh started just catching up on the backlog now, now, is this shonen? It's kind of. I mean, I guess technically, yes. It it kind of has that kind of some Dragon Ball aspects. In that the so the so in the first season, he uh he it's a very it's a lot more kind of hero's journey, you know, broken up in that you know, this the stuff happens to him. He leaves home. He meets up with the demon slayers and, you know, joins them. And, you know, there's a lot more variation, whereas in seasons two, three and four, which was what I marathon this week, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a, you know, setup where, you know, they're in a situation. They find out there's this, you know, very high ranking demon. They, you know, that's kind of involved in the situation. And then there's a multi episode battle where they, uh, you know, until they eventually mm-hmm. win. So it's very Dragon Ball like in that there's, you know, the, the battle takes several episodes to yeah. uh, conclude. Now, now uh, how horror adjacent, because you're, you're talking about demons and stuff, but yeah. is it like playing with horror themes? Or yes, is it, it just it like very much as a lot of blood and gore. Well, not gore yeah. so much, but a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Blood is very, uh, you know, like pivotal to some things. Like the demons have like kind of uh, 
blood techniques where they, you know, use blood and they, they want to, you know, consume human mm-hmm. flesh. Um, it's, it, I'd say it's more creepy than horror, mm-hmm. but there is like some body horror going on at times. Yeah. Um, you know, um, characters have, you know, rim limbs ri- ripped off and things like that. So I, I'd say the closest it gets to horror is body horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and more of, you know, kind of creepy themes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's appropriate for October though. Yeah, no, it yeah. was it was it was definitely very appropro. Um Did you just say appropro? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, I did. Deal with it. <laughs> um I would also say the character a lot of the characterization and a lot of the kind of themes made me realize like partway through season like 3 it made me realize one I'd always, you know, thought that the wheel of time would work better as an anime. And two, this right. was like almost the Japanese equivalent of the wheel of time because like has very good, like characters and character relationships. Hmm. Like, like the, the, the care, the characters are treated, you know, well, they're put through hell. Sure. But you never feel like the characters are abused. Hmm. You know, you always you're rooting for these characters and, you know, they they come through in the end. They're not like, you know, just tossed aside and, you know, they're they're not they're not uh, uh, Martinized. They're not, you know, J.R.R. Martin, you know, killed Mm -hmm. off just at a whim. Now, how many episodes per season? So the first season has, I don't remember, like in the like 12 or something like that. The second season's okay. eight episodes. The third and fourth season are 11 episodes. Okay, okay, yeah. Because, you know, there, I, I've noticed that with a lot of anime is like some have like 20 episode seasons. Others, you know, uh, about 12. So while this kind of feels very shonen, it's not shonen anime in that it's is seasonalized like there are breaks in it and there's no filler there's not they're not creating new arc story arcs just to fill mm. time hmm. okay i mean I've, I've i've been seeing it on crunchyroll and i'm like i i really should sit down and watch it but like the way you're describing it it's like no i i think i will it is i think it is very worth your time like you like i said if you like characters and you like you know rooting for your the characters there are very very good uh people there in fact a lot of the characters that like at first seem like kind of assholes you get to know them like so the character art the arc the story arcs each season's a story arc and in those arcs you get to find out like the background of the new characters that you've never really seen before so you Mm. find out kind of like you think like one you know 11 episodes about you know just one you know, story arc would kind of get stale, but you know, there's vast like kind of flashbacks about how that character got there. You know, all these new characters you're just finding out all this information about them. Now, now is this the anime with? Because I've seen this uh, character. It's a girl with like a scroll in her mouth. Is this the it's, same? It's actually a piece of bamboo, but yes. Oh, okay, oh it's okay. that show. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a demon, and she she has a very very at least a, the beginning has a craving for human flesh and blood so you know they put mm. this uh bamboo stick in her mouth oh almost that's like a muzzle why. yeah 
Okay. Oh no. I mean that that's like again, you're I, you're doing a good job of selling me on this just by yeah. describing it, but like it seems to line up with the shit that I appreciate. So yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a David show for sure. It, yeah. it really does. Um. Other than that, you know. Oh, uh, let's hear anything else. You know, just the normal. I've been, you know, week to weeking. Uh, Loki and Lower Decks. Those are. Mm-hmm. I've been know, enjoying Lower Decks. Season four, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Seeing a lot of, uh, you know, character growth in Mariner. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so before you move on from that, yeah. I, I watched this channel on YouTube called Trek Culture. Yeah, from mm, the What yes. Culture crew, mm-hmm. and they do a rundown of every episode of every Star Trek series that comes out because they are Titanic fucking nerds like yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. But their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that format. Yeah, no, I love it too. But uh, Sean Farrick has been downing Mariner's arc this season. What the and hell? I keep posting comments going, motherfucker, you must not have any form of mental illness. This yeah, no. is what it's like. You don't just get better. Yeah, no, self-sabotage is yeah. a very oh. insidious thing. Motherfucker, I live well, it every day. It, it, I think, it, I think it, all of us do to some degree. Oh, yeah. And, well, you know, talking about, like, because I, I haven't watched Ups and Downs lately because I've not been watching, like, reviewers because I find myself getting really annoyed with them lately. Like, for example, um, I, I watch Screen Crush as a channel. I will watch their Easter egg videos, but I am not watching the reviews anymore because I find their reviews to be very strange and nitpicky on things. Mm-hmm. I, I think just I'm not into watching reviews anymore like just i can see that yeah yeah i like the ups and downs thing though for the most yeah part, no but, ups and downs which, is an incredible format and in all in, in all honesty it's usually more ups than downs which yeah, i yeah. like like when they did that uh crossover episode of oh, uh, lower decks and yeah uh, yeah yeah like the like i think they got to like the like 40s or 50s or something regarding like ups Oh, yeah, no, it was like, I think that was the record for ups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, that's the thing is, like, I'm just, I'm not into... The other thing is, like, I i don't have time for drama and bullshit anymore, so, like, one of the things going on with Screen Crush right now, I know why they're doing it, because it's, you know, the clicks are... The clicks drive everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a lot of, like... Is Marvel Studios dead? Is the MCU dying? How did the how did the MCU get ruined? And it's like, uh, I just I tune that shit out. The other thing that, like, uh, okay, so we all saw Ahsoka. Yes. And we're all fans of Rebels. Yeah. And I feel like we're all fans of Ezra. Yes. As a character, like I, I, he, I feel he was, like Ezra. I feel like he was the best part of Ahsoka. I think Ezra is an excellent character. For some fucking reason, Ryan at Screen Crush like hates Ezra. So every Ahsoka video, he'd always have some shit about like, oh, Ezra was the worst part of Rebels. <laughs> Fuck and I just off. It got so annoying that he would keep hammering on that. I mean, I mean, I can understand like having problems with things, but saying something's the worst part of whatever, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and just like okay, you've you've made your point, but to like, 
do that over and over. And like he's entitled to his opinion, just yeah. as I'm entitled to be annoyed that he won't fucking shut up about it. Yeah, no, I agree. At, or as I like to say, everyone has a right to their opinion as long as they understand that they're wrong. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I. So I mean, I'll still watch Screen Crush. I just don't watch the reviews anymore. But like, I'll watch the Easter egg videos. Those are fine. But I don't. I'm not really letting people make judgments of media that I watch. Like, I, I'm not really interested in their assessment of stuff because, like, it doesn't affect me. I assess things as I assess things. Right. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Get that. It, it, it's weird. I don't know. It's something that I'm going through lately. I know what it is. No, I understand because, like, there's some channels I used to watch a lot and, like, their negativity is really bringing me down, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's, especially with, like, the the whole MCU thing right now, like, the MCU was never, like, the best, most critically no, acclaimed it was, sort of franchise it was, thing. It was never film. Yeah, it, it was, was never movies. film. It, it was popcorn cinema. movies. But it just, it, like, the, the whole thing about, oh, it, it's dying now. It's like, well, no, it's not dying. Look, They've had a couple of movies and projects it, that Nothing can be great, perfect but. forever. I would say there's never been an MCU movie that I've watched that I have wish I have had claw, could claw the time back. There's I some, have. There's some that I've thought were not great, but I was still entertained for the most part. Yeah, like... I, like there, there are a couple projects where I'm like, oh, I wish they would have done that a lot differently, but I've never mm-hmm. come out of like one of those projects and been like, this was a waste of my time. So I, I, I don't know. Again, I know it's for the clicks. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, I, at this point, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just got to say, there are like at least two or three different ones uh, that I've been like, I wish I had not had to see this. Mm. So. Which, which ones? Well, uh, Eternals. I mean, so I watch yeah. Eternal streaming, so I, I didn't have to pay for it. So I didn't I was fine either, but like, I still wished I had the time back. I don't think yeah, it was that bad. I, I liked it. I Then again, like... Again, good, but you're wrong. Yeah. So yeah, no. Well, uh, we can debate the Eternals all day. Uh, no, um, we can't. We can debate it, it eternally. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, what what else did you? Uh, what other? What were the other two? Um, God, you know what? The bad thing is that's the first one comes to mind. I can't remember the other two right no, now. No, no, it, it's cool. It's cool. Mark. Like if if there's anything, uh, you know, we'll we'll probably do a larger MCU discussion at some yeah. point. Like the biggest issue with the MCU right now. It's all set up and no payoff. That's yeah, what everything my issue is setting up the next setup. Yeah, yeah, and there's it, like, for example, like the Eternals. I love what it's set up, but also like, why is no one acknowledging the giant celestial hand in the yeah. middle of the Atlantic Ocean? I, don't they? Don't they? Uh, in something upcoming or something? Yeah, the Marvels yeah apparently or God, what is it? The next Captain America movie, and in Iron Wars, they like, deal with that. Like, I, I certainly hope so, but it, it's just, again, it's like, they're Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi for example, yeah. where is the next chapter for him? Right. Well, the yeah. thing the thing about the it, the Celestial Hand is they've there's been some rumors that that's where Adamantium comes from. Hmm. Oh, I mean, that, that'd, I, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, they they could play with that. You know, they just have to, like, you know, 
actually play with that and not ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. That's the reason why Loki is so good right now because there actually seems to be payoff towards. Yeah, no, this it's, stuff it's a good going. show. It's yeah. actually good. It's like it stands on its own as good entertainment. They they yeah, I, yeah. they forget that you know in the beginning they would have the uh, the little stingers and stuff were kind of like a bonus, and not the whole movie just a uh, setup for a next thing. Right. I, I just realized we completely derailed Mike's set. Oh, no, yeah, no, dude, sorry about that. No, it's fine. Like, I, I the, just, the conversation flows where it does. Um, yeah, okay. I didn't have a whole lot else to say. Um, like I said, I pretty much have been uh, just, just that, just Demon Slayer and uh, catching up on some of those shows. Um, so was those the Loki and what was the other one? The uh, Lower, Decks. Lower Decks. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, yeah, that's about it, I think. No, I mean, I, I, I definitely am intrigued by Demon Slayer. You sold me on it. Um, yeah, like, I, I know mean, that probably wasn't your intent, but no, like, no. It. I mean, I think it was like, his intent. That's actually. kind of like the point, right? Is to like mm-hmm. you know imbue our experiences yeah. Yeah. and you know to. Hopefully that experience, if it was a positive experience, it, you know, attracts someone else to at least give it a shot. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things I like is just like part of the vibe of what we're doing here is like, hey, try this. Yeah. You know, it's Um, the same thing with like the one piece live action. You know, I I was like, Kevin, you got to try this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. This is good. Try this. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. it I liked it. Yeah. Um. Here. I'm trying to think of any crack in my brain for anything else I've really done this past week. Well, how about this? You hmm. know, one thing we do a lot on Sundays now is hmm. we play board games with our friends. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, there's this one game we've been playing called Wingspan. Mm-hmm. It's it's birds. It's birds. You you Ooh. try to you try to buy birds and put them in in the habitats. Yeah, it's so it's a card game. We call it bird game. Or it every card is a unique bird. So there's no duplicate birds Mm -hmm. and each bird has, you know, unique things like it'll have a a point value that counts at the end of the game. Um, It'll have a unique ability. A lot of times, like either one that can happen when, you know, you trigger it or one that happens when you play it or one that happens, you know, passively. Like if someone Mm -hmm. else does something, it'll cause this bird's ability to play. And so it's it's a very interesting game, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I do one thing that I love is collecting like board games, but I never get to play them with anyone. Like I like collecting right. yeah. like obscure, like you know, stuff like um, like homemade games by people that they put mm-hmm. on like websites. You know what I mean? Um, and I've got a couple of those games, and I love playing them, but I just don't have anyone to play with. Um. The other thing is, you know, I've been doing that tabletop group and for the most part, it's been like every other week. Only problem is we can't get back together until like the 10th or the Mm. 11th. So this is the first week where I've not had that that group and I feel empty inside now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's like I don't think we're going to get to do uh, D&D for a little bit and I'm going to be hurting for it. Mm hmm. 
I, I yeah. would love to like join you guys for like because uh, do you play in person or is it yeah, uh, we play in person but I'm always willing to run a game for people I've been threatening to run Call of Cthulhu we for really should the run server. Call of Cthulhu as a sub series for the show that would be fun do it on the Patreon first and then release yeah. it incrementally and then yeah. get in trouble with my D&D podcast because <laughs> I'm probably defying a non-compete clause that no one mentioned well, like, just do it as, like, a once a month, like, we do one adventure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be down for that. Because well, uh, we could we could do all this stuff over Discord and yeah. everything like that. Well, let so. me tell you, I bought a book when I was at Dragon Con called Tales of the Miskatonic Valley for Call of Cthulhu. And it's Hell easily yeah. adaptable to modern and 7th edition, so... You know, I, I would like to eventually move into, like, doing some game stuff just for the hell of it. Because I think... We would have a blast playing um, Fiasco. Fiasco. Yeah. I'm so Fiasco is kind of a game where you make your own Coen Brothers movie. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's just it's literally like storytelling role play where um, like coincidences happen and then like there's a fiasco. Uh, so like if if you're into the storytelling of the Coen Brothers, it's basically oh, the game always. for that. So, yeah. so I get to shove someone into a wood chipper. I got like you. Well, could. I was... You could. Like, I've only played a couple of times. One time, uh, our game was about um, a UFO sighting above a mine, and uh, that one was a lot of fun. So, like that, like I, I'm down for for gaming. You know what I mean? Okay. You, that does remind me. You know what my favorite Coen Brothers joke I ever saw was was from The Onion. Mm-hmm. It said, "Oh brother, where art thou?" Loses thirty million dollars. Most successful Coen Brothers film to date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I was like, I, you know, I love them, but that's yeah. pretty true. The, no. the last Coen Brothers I saw was, um, I think it was the Ballad of, I think Buster Scruggs. That's you know, a good one. I didn't one. get to watch that. I, it I was like that. really good. Um, Tim Blake Nelson is a singing cowboy. Like, yeah, that was no, so good. yeah, it's good. I love that guy. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the last one I saw was, you know, besides our brother Roth, I was, didn't they do the remake of True Grit? Yes. That was great. Hadn't oh, seen that. Cohen Brothers it. Adjacent. Yeah, uh, I watched it over the new season Pulse. of Fargo. You know, I, I, it's got Dave Foley. Yes. Yes. And he's got an eye patch. I was like, hey, he's playing Bruno Punce Jones or something. He him playing some sort of like um, Kansas City mafia guy sounds like <laughs> excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it yeah. also has John Hamm and nipple rings. So there you go. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, John Hamm is one of those actors who like he's. Good. I don't think he gets enough work for how good he is. I just recently watched that Fletch movie he did. I need to see that. It is so fucking good. Like, um, like don't get me wrong. I love Chevy Chase's Fletch. No, but, I when I saw they got him and saw the trailer, I was like, well, this is fucking perfect. Yeah, no, John Hamm, like, if it were ten years ago, he would have made a great Batman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I could see. And what would have been great is if it had been written by Sam Hamm. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wrote Bat- the, the first Batman movie, he, yeah, one yeah. of the drafts. I was like, it'd be hilarious if he came back, wrote a movie, and they got John Hamm. Just, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. just the, just the ham on ham, just the the, the hammerverse. Yes, <laughs> and then find find a director named Rye, so it could be ham on Rye. 
<laughs> I had no idea that there was a uh, a Fletch thing with John Ham. Yeah, yeah, no, no it came um, out like a year if, ago. If if you've got like Paramount Plus, no, not uh, yeah, Paramount Plus, um, it is on there. But like, I know that you like to sail the the high seas, so I'm sure you'll find it. Um, Shh, we don't talk but, about that. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, we don't talk about that on the podcast. No, nope. um, but no, like. Um, Confess Fletch. That's the name of it. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Very, yeah, very. Yeah, you got to get that, Mike. That's that's something I really want to see. Yeah, I. And I, I forgot about last. it. I really enjoyed it. So yeah. Um. So I guess that'll conclude my block of uh, letting everybody <laughs> talk for me. No, <laughs> Sorry. Fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine because you know I'm. I am not a verbose person sometimes so i don't know when you get horny uh find someone right. talking for you me shut up <laughs> just, just talking about like you know things inside of other things moving a lot i don't know oh boy <laughs> um so uh so what what segments do we have in our uh post coitus phase god damn it mike we've been doing birthdays um and then we do like the game i know that we also have questions this week but let's let's do questions questions first do we do do questions let's do questions first because we've got two questions okay questions they're, they're both simple uh, Skeet them on me, my boy. God fucking <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, God. So the first one's from Sam in our Discord. And Sam asks, would you rather poop hammers or pee nails? And why? Oh, that's a tough one. Oof. I can answer. Go ahead. All right. I'd rather poop hammers because I'm currently sort of experiencing that with uh, constipation. And it's like shitting a hammer. But is it, but but it doesn't have a handle on it. No, so. well, yes, it does, kind of, because a lot of what's been coming out has been like Kevin, a broadhead and about, a thin tail. Think so. about how wide a hammer is. Yeah, and that's what's um, that's no, what's you're happening. You're not shitting that wide, Mike. You're not. It looks look, like a baseball with you, a tail. You are not shitting <laughs> four inches wide. It, you want to fuck it? Yeah, look, motherfucker. You want me to call you in there so you can see it? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's Kevin's not. That's not baseball wide. A hammer width would be like a cantaloupe. Ah, uh, depends on the hammer. But you're talking also, about like a little jeweler's hammer. Or but something anyway, like that. point Jesus is, Christ. peeing nails. Mm-hmm. You ever get soap in your pee hole? <laughs> it burns <clears throat> really, real I mean, damn bad. It'd be like a lot of. It's like, but you'd be like peeing. No kidney stones all the time yeah no i'd rather poop a hammer than pee nail yeah i, yeah, I, can I would agree prefer there. the anal i would prefer the anal trauma over the dick trauma yeah because i uh, i could survive pooping a hammer better than i could pee in nails yeah, just from because, a pain tolerance yeah i mean i agree like, now, now, yeah. now here here's the question mm-hmm. what if um you only had to poop or pee once a week then which one would you choose which one still poop a hammer Okay, you'd still poop a hammer. Yeah, yeah. Now, what? What if you got one thousand dollars every time you peed nails? I guess I'd pee nails then. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't quite well. Because uh, eventually, I'd have enough thousand dollars to. There's just some I'm fucking diabetic. wizard. There's some wizard who hangs out outside your bathroom, and he's like, "Hey, I heard it tinkle." So, because here's, <laughs> here's, here's a check. First off, I'm diabetic, so I'm peeing a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. And secondly, 
I could eventually have enough money to go to the doctor and be like, please make it stop. <laughs> please just give me a catheter bag, please. Stop the pissing for the love yeah, of God. But you better have now, enough money for like retirement at that point. Now, here's a better question. If you poop hammers and you meet the guy that pees nails, do you in fact try to build a house? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you piss nails, do they come out like a nail gun? No, but you, you, you can okay. collect them. You would never keep a toilet at that point. <laughs> yeah, you, your toilet budget would be like covered by that one thousand a yeah. week. Your your toilet would look like RoboCop when they hit him with a shotgun at the just beginning. Go, <laughs> go piss in the backyard, or you know, yeah, in anything. Piss else on the side the of the toilet. house, and it looks like so you could write your name <laughs> you in nails. Want to reside the house? Just you know, hold it <laughs> yeah. up and take a piss. <laughs> Here, I need to reattach the baseboards. Let me take a leak. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Somebody goes to hold you up. It's like, if you hold me up, I'll piss myself. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, self-defense piss. Yeah, self-defense. You know what? I'm starting to change my mind. <laughs> He's coming around to the piss now, nails. Now, if you, you shoot sell the hammers, do the hammers have a smell to them? Or are they just like regular hammers that you can That's then a, sell? Like, are they, That's are a like, good question. Are like brown poop? Like, no, they're real hammers. But they smell like poop. I'm guessing. Can, I mean, they came out of my off? ass. Like, are <laughs> they are they going to be stuck? Is poop smelling, or can you like wash them off and then resell them? I can only imagine if you put them in the washing machine. Not only would it beat up your washing machine, <laughs> but it would probably get rid of the poop smell. And your but your washing machine would then smell like poop. Well, either way, you're gonna be using uh, Otoban. You're going to be hand-scrubbing those hammers. I am not hand-scrubbing poop hammers. Well, put them in the dishwasher. You're not getting them clean. Yeah. Pu- oh, yeah. Put them in the dishwasher. I, my dishes go there. I don't want poop hammers in my dish, my food-eating dishwasher. You, you, put them in someone else's dishwasher. You, you, run a, you run an empty cycle between, you know, poop hammers and dishes. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. And then I'm using a lot of fucking detergent. All right. And you know, that's energy. <laughs> And we're going to be called Poop Hammers. <laughs> Faces we're, the hammer. We're going to be like Guar. <laughs> shit hammer. <laughs> shit hammer. <laughs> we are shit hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poop. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, that's how we end each show is we just drop hammers on the stage. <laughs> and piss nails. Yep. We throw them out to the audience. Well, if you can piss nails at the speed of a nail gun, you don't need the hammers then, do you? That's also That's true. true. That's true. Okay, we got one other question. <laughs> yes. So get away Save from us. this. And this is directly to me from Ghost Forge. Kevin. Yes? You've remarked about wishing there was a story slash show about working a shitty retail job. Are you familiar with a webcomic called Between Failures? No, Ghost Forge. I wasn't until now. And I looked it up, and it's one of those things where I'll have to read it when I'm not tired because yeah. a, it is a surprisingly verbose webcomic. I, I know but the author. It is author. well written. I, I do know the author. Um, I, I like it. It's, it's good comic. Yeah. I've talked to him a number of times. No, no. I mean, it's good. I just got to be in the mood to read it. It's The yeah. verbose is not a critique, the verbose is a. I was expecting, like, questionable content, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be in the right frame of mind with a certain level of reading on a comic. It's, it's, it is 
very clerks in mm-hmm. its cynicism. It looks, yeah. it looks good. It looks yes. it's also a very good looking comic. It is. So yeah, I'm not familiar with this one. I, there was another retail web comic. Was or it, maybe was it called Retail? Yes, there was one called Retail I that I really I enjoyed. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, like was back in my web comic reading days, many many moons ago. Yes, yes. like I feel and like there are a lot of like retail well, derived web comics because there yeah, are a there lot was, of creative people stuck in retail jobs at an early. I age. have no idea what that's like. <laughs> no, right. not at all. Kevin has no. I clue. surely don't have thirty years experience working in retail. No, never, no, never, but. Like, there was one I remember that came out for a while called Sore Thumbs. Do you remember that? That was by the Crosbys mm-hmm. that did that ran Keen Spot, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it 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 just kind of became eye candy in that they had a girl with giant breasts. Yeah, I mean that that's with a lot of like mid early to mid two thousands comics. You was it. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I'm not necessarily complaining about that, but like, uh, you gotta have a story to back it up. Do, do, do you remember Short Packed? Yes. Yeah, that, that's another retail comic. Man, I didn't thought it, wasn't that actually from uh, uh, Dave Willis? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Walkie? Yeah, yeah. It was um, working at a toy store. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember Short Packed. Yeah, no, there, so there are plenty of, like, retail comics. I don't know if there are any, like, recent... The thing about webcomics right now, and this is just kind of me with an off-the-cuff observation, um, short form has kind of died out in a lot of ways. Everything tends to be, like, serialized or, or, or primarily story-driven. Not a, not a lot of strips are making it these days. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of sad because I feel like we really sort of need that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've I've wanted to do uh, a bunch of comic strips. I mean, I've got like RG bots and everything, but like there's mm-hmm. been other kind of strips that I've wanted to do, and I I think, I mean, because there there are strips out there, um, but nothing that's quite um, had the impact of say like sluggy. Yeah, well, no, not Sluggy. Sluggy is a y- unique case, but, you know, thinking of things like sh- uh, Short Packed and um, even Between Failures, I mean, those. I think those are still going on right now, but I'm just thinking, like, I've not seen a recent comic strip that's gained any real notoriety in that regard. Yeah. Kind of uh, sad. I mean, it's just it's an opportunity for someone to come in and fill that gap. Well, you know, I could always come back and start working on a local idiot again. Well, I, I had that idea of like that that cryptid comic that um, right eventually. So. You know, we could adapt that into just being us. Yeah, yeah, our characters. So, yeah, and it's funny that you know, with all this talk, I looked at all these comics, and none of them are the ones I was trying to get to. Like retail was nothing like I was. What of the one I was? Oh yeah, no, the one I used to read has been gone for like I don't remember years. That what is it haunting. Was. That's haunting. Is going through like my bookmark list of like an insane number of web comics, and just so many just gone. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Damn sad. Yep. It's a bummer. So, uh, what do we got next? Birthdays? 
Uh, yeah, I, I can go ahead and cover some birthdays. We've got some good ones on here. Sure. Um, starting off, number one, our waifu Winona Ryder. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always loved Winona yes. Ryder, and I'm glad her career had a bit of a renaissance mm-hmm. thanks to uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah so yeah. this is uh, for October 29th, because <clears throat> it's the 29th where I'm at. Um, yeah, yep. so... And, and the fact that... Mm-hmm. The fact that her birthday is October 29th, you know, and yeah, her you kind of like breakout thing was uh, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Love that movie, fitting. by the yeah. way. That, there's not a lot of uh, Tim Burton movies I still adore, but like Beetlejuice is one. I am looking forward to the sequel. Yeah. Now, are they doing Beetlejuice 2 or are they actually going to let him get away with doing Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii? Uh, I think it's Beetlejuice 2. Ah, uh, damn it. Um. So yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder... Love her. She's great. Um, yep. Rufus Sewell. So, um, I, I'm very familiar with him. That was a bad guy from Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> no. Um, did you ever see Dark City? Yes. yes. Uh, the lead of Dark City. He was also that um, asshole jouster in um, uh, A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. Didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, Rufus Sewell is really good. I really like Yeah, no, it. Dark City is a, an underrated classic. Yeah, yeah, Dark City is fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, happy birthday to Rufus Sewell. Um, cool. Let's see. Uh, Jody Balfour. So, she's uh, known from The Crown, but she's also from um, For All Mankind. She plays the current president as of season three of the show. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she, she's real good. She's real good. Um, we also have Richard yes. Dreyfus. Oh, Hell's Bells. I, I used to love Richard Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Is he still... Did he retire? Uh, you know, I don't know what he's doing these days. I could always open up his seat and see if he's got anything coming up. Let's see. Um, yeah, he's got, like, six movies coming up. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's not retired. Nope, certainly not. I think he was in like a recent like he was in a one of the, Sweetwater most recently. Yeah, but he was in like one of the Shark movies or something in a boat, technically playing his character from Jaws. Apparently, he played Bernie Madoff in a 2016 TV miniseries about Bernie Madoff, <laughs> which I can see. Holy it. Shit. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, no, yeah. totally could see Let's that. Let's see, um, who else we got here? Dan Castellaneta. Oh, Homer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Homer. The robot hey, devil. Hey, Homer. You can't just have That's characters it. announce how they feel. That makes me feel angry. Um, the, the robot <laughs> devil, yeah. He, Yes. You know who else he played was uh, Earthworm Jim, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. in the animated series. I mean, he's got that job security with the Simpsons for, like, ever. He doesn't have to do anything else for the rest of his life. He, he also was a guest star in an episode of Stargate SG-1. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Jack O'Neill was a huge fan of uh, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And they got Dan Castellaneta to come on as a character for one episode. Uh, as somebody who had been mind-linked to Jack for like the entire run of the series yeah. without ever coming forward with it. Mm-hmm. And he'd experienced Jack's entire life, and like, there's a part where they're finally together and talking. He's like, "Don't worry, I won't, I won't tell uh, Samantha you have a crush on her." He's like, "Would you shut up?" <laughs> I, I also liked him. Uh, he, he'll always be Grandpa to me from um, 
Hey Arnold. Oh God, mm-hmm. that's right. And he was also the voice of the genie for the um, sequel to yeah. Aladdin and for the TV show. And the video games. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Dan Castellaneta. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Also today, Michael Schur, producer and writer, famous for Parks and Recreation, The Office, oh. Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Good Place. A uh, bunch of stuff so, I've never watched, but I've always kind of wanted like he's kind to, of, except for The Office. Yeah, he's kind of like the face of modern TV sitcoms, really. Like, Yeah. Like, and that's not a bad thing, because, like, uh, again, The Office, no. I enjoyed The Office. Parks and Recreation was excellent. I loved Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Good Place is fantastic, so. Yeah, well, so I've only ever seen The Good Place. I've tried to watch Parks and Rec and bounced off the first episode. Okay, so Parks and Rec, I'm going to be on with you. The first season mm-hmm. is very rough. It has the same problem with The Office because the first season of The Office and it's always sunny. Yeah, the, the well, the first season of The Office is super rough because Michael Scott is not a, uh, a likable character. The same thing is mm-hmm. the problem with the first season of Parks and Rec because Leslie Nope isn't that likable of a character. Yeah, season no, two. No, she wow, she was so cringy yeah. in that season first episode. Two, like, I, especially when they introduce um um. What what's uh oh god um the 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 ah, uh god I'm trying to name the actor fuck um Adam Scott Star-Lord? Adam Scott and Rob Lowe oh Adam Scott and Rob Lowe oh. they show up in season two and that's when the show becomes like all time beloved it's yeah yeah. No, that's that's like it's always sunny is not worth it until oh, uh, Danny I DeVito. I kind of wanted up. to see a version of Always Sunny without Danny DeVito for at least a couple more seasons because I still think that first season <laughs> of Always Sunny is fantastic. But like Danny DeVito definitely added Ooh, yeah. to the show. Okay. Um, yep. Let's see who else we got here. Um, ba, 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 let's see. Uh, I could have sworn I had a couple more names. Uh, Margaret Nolan, the mother of Christopher Nolan, and one of the really? Bond girls from Goldfinger. Oh, hmm. shit. Is she the one that got covered in uh, gold? I believe so. Well, damn. Yeah, yeah. so Margaret Nolan. Um, gee, Christopher, your mom's hot. <laughs> or at least yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Ralph Bakshi. Oh wow! Oh, yep, yep. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I want to celebrate the birthday of a man that close to John Chris Lucy. Yeah, uh, Bob Ross. Okay, hey, yeah. patron saint of art. Yeah, yeah, I, I still watch like Bob Ross nearly every day, man. So yeah, yep. those are some of the um, love the, man. the birthdays for today. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, I, I, I see what you're doing dun, dun. here. Can't can't no one can ever be mad or not watch Bob yeah. Ross. Yep. Like if 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 you cannot sit down and watch an episode of Bob Ross, you are in fact a what, garbage. What bad delights person. me is every time he um, goes and he beats his brush against the the easel, he just says, "We're going to beat the devil out of it." Beat and the he's devil just out of it. so legitimately yep. happy when he does that. He is so overjoyed. Yeah, when and then he does whenever it. he brings on yes. the animals. Yep. Oh yeah, little, yep. little squirrel. the squirrels. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, to counteract your joyful birthdays, can I bring up yeah, the two yeah, deaths we talk about this that. week that yeah. really affected me? Uh, so first off, Matthew Perry mm-hmm. just 
yesterday for us on the 29th, or actually, no, yeah. it was the 28th. Uh, Matthew Perry passed away, uh, drowned in a fucking hot tub after a heart attack, yeah. apparently. The death of kings! I'm pretty sure that's Same Regis thing that side. happened oh. to Orville Redenbacher. Swear to God. I no. thought he died by suicide I, by You know, cop. one would hope. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought there was like a... Anyway. Maybe that was just now, prostate cancer. Everybody talks about how much his role in Friends meant to him, and I understand it. I just was not a fan of Friends because I, they were all fucking mm, assholes. No, they were, uh, they were people. They, they were they, awful people. No, they, they had their ups and downs. They were people. Now, what I will always remember him for was he played Benny in Fallout mm. New Vegas. Oh, yeah. Truth is, the game was rigged from the start, and they shoot you mm. in the fucking See, head. See, for me, I really liked him in uh, The Whole Nine Yards. It, it's Didn't a good movie, it. but it's also kind of painful to watch now, number one, because he's gone. But then also, um, Michael mm-hmm. Clark Duncan is gone. And then Bruce Willis oh, is gone. Oh, yeah. God. Jesus. Yeah, so it's... Fuck! Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Willis has yeah, got it's, one it's foot, it's rough so. to watch it. Yeah, like, God, I want to watch sucks. it again, but I'm also like, yeah, this will just imagine. make me really, really sad. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know if I could watch that now. Fuck. So, so my favorite uh, Matthew Perry was, uh, I really liked, like, it, the Aaron Sorkin trappings aside, I really liked Studio 60 on mm. the Sunset Strip. That came out and at the same time as uh, uh, that other show that was like that. What was it? West Wing? No. No. Uh, the other one about a Saturday Night Live oh, yeah, show no. with Tina Fey. No, that was, yeah, the more comedy. What uh, was that one called? Uh, Third mm-hmm, Rock. Mm-hmm. Not Thir- 30 Rock. 30, 30 Rock, Rock yeah. Yes. Not Third Rock. They had two shows about the same topic at the same time. Well, yeah. Yeah, they were both very, they were both SNL and analogs. Um, whereas Studio 60 was more, like, dramedy. It had a lot of drama, but it had its, light, you know, levity moments. Um, whereas, you know, 30 Rock That's was... That's right, he was you know, on there, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he was... Uh, he played a, a very tragic, like, character that deal, dealt with addiction, and was, he was a writer. And he was suffering from a uh, Vicodin mm-hmm. addiction. Some kind of addiction. I can't no, remember I mean, exactly. Matthew Perry, oh, Matthew Perry was suffering was, yeah. from a Vicodin and addiction. And apparently alcoholism at yes. some point too. That but, is that is a motherfucker. And yeah, and so the character also <laughs> was like that. So he I wonder also how like he could a pretty play prolific that guest actor what? and a bunch of stuff. I remember him from uh he was in a really good episode of Scrubs. Um I remember him in episode, a couple episodes oh. of Ellie McBeal. I remember him from a series of episodes in the West Wing. Um, yeah, well, you know, when you when you hit that kind of peak of uh, TV, you really can either only become guest star or, you know, movie star. And I, he just didn't quite have the movie star charisma. He tried and it just did not well, work. Well, you know what? I think what I can say here is that whether you liked Friends or not, he was a damn fine actor. Oh yeah, and no. I, I, he, I, he deserved better. Yeah, no, I mean nobody, nobody deserves you know to to yeah. die in their fifties. I think, but yeah, I might yeah. be biased. Yeah. And uh, the other death, and this one hit me harder than I thought it would. Was mm. Richard Mall? 
Yeah. Which a lot of our younger folks might not know who Richard Mall was, but there was a show in the 80s called... Hey, let me go further back. Uh, the first time I became aware of Richard Mall it was Night Court. Mm-hmm. He played Bull Shannon, the court bailiff. The big, tall, bald guy looked like he would kill you and was just a complete dingbat. Yeah. And... Dumb as a bag of hammers, but super nice. Yeah. Great character. And his big thing was something weird would happen. Somebody would say something he didn't understand. He'd just go, okay. (laughs) And uh, it was just endearing. And it turns out, Mike, did you... uh, His character was Bull Shannon. Do you know what the character's first name was? (laughs) Fucking Nostradamus. (laughs) Nostradamus Shannon was his name. And he went by Bull. And in the last episode, it turned out uh, he was an alien, and two guys from Saturn <laughs> showed up and took him home. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yep, yep, because that's the only way yeah, that did was going to end. A lot of the horror stuff as well. Uh, he did. He he was in the very first episode of Highlander the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was it. Have you either ever seen the 1981 film Caveman? I starring have. Ringo Starr. Zug Zug. Okay, all right. Giant egg. Yeah. <laughs> the giant fucking egg, yes. But there is a scene where they're trying to get away from an ice monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all slipping around on ice, and they all get away. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell what giant motherfucker's in this ice monster suit. Until he looks around, everybody's gone, and he's going, <laughs> and then he just like flops his arm in this path- arms in this pathetic manner and shuffles off. And me and my dad both go, "That is Bull from Night Court. <laughs> no other motherfucker can do that." Yeah. And uh, but if you don't know about his extensive live action acting credits. He played Harvey Dent Two-Face in mm-hmm. Batman the Animated Series and mm-hmm. was the voice mm-hmm. of the Bat computer. Mm-hmm. And like that alone is some some oh, yeah. amazing yeah. shit he to be involved also, in. He was also yeah in uh the Spider-Man animated series doing the voice of uh Mac Gargan. Oh the yeah. Scorpion, I believe. That's hmm. right, he was. He was also, apparently... Do you remember there's an mm-hmm, animated mm-hmm. series called Mighty yeah, Max? He Barely. played... Yeah, yeah, he played Norman in Mighty Max. Hey, yeah, he did it was a in lot Fallout. of voice work, and yeah. he was really good at it. Yeah, yeah, the original. The original, right? That's funny, two people yeah. in Fallout games yeah. passed this week. Somebody he, he, better go he, check on Liam Neeson. Or, he, he was uh, also in uh, But I'm a Cheerleader, mm. which is Oh, God. Great. Yeah, it, it's good. It's, that, um, it's got it. RuPaul, it's got Natasha Leone, everything like that. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, that's... Okay, well, I just wanted to get out there that uh, both of those people yeah, will yeah, definitely sure. be um, missed. Yeah, no, because Holly so, uh, was at work, and she um, texted me like, Hey, Matt, uh, or... Um, um, yeah, just... just t- yeah, Matthew Perry died, and just Matthew uh, Perry. we were both just kind of like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. that came yeah. way out of nowhere. I it, 
and 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 I found out because one of our coworkers texted uh, mm-hmm. one of our night managers about it, and I was like, oh, "It's bullshit." Yeah, my, my mom. Of, oh like, God, no! Texted me like she was like, "Oh my God, Matthew Perry died," and I'm just like, "I wasn't aware that you were a big fan, but yeah, just it, uh, it, it it's one of those like yeah." I don't know if he was anybody's like favorite actor, you know what I mean? But he was likable enough that like his absence yeah. is going to be noted. And I'm not, I don't mean that like in a bad way. Like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, he, it's weird to phrase it that way. Like, I, I don't, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, it, the saddest thing that I thought when uh, I saw they passed away was why couldn't oh. it have been Matt LeBlanc? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, that's dark. dark. I'm sorry, but like, I had that. I know. I know. I'm terrible. Look, I, how you doing? Someone posted the, uh, the, the scene from friends where uh, oh. Matt LeBlanc had to move out. Like he eventually moved out of the apartment in re- response yeah. to that. Now that was pretty sad. Like them, you know, saying goodbye you, as you characters. Know, but the other thing is, of... like, there's been a lot of jokes, which also kind of feels appropriate. Like, I, one of the things, one of the first things I responded to with Holly, and this is probably going to be really fucked up, is like, you know what? No one told us life was going to be this way. But it, it also oh, seems God appropriate because that seems like something like fucking Chandler Bing would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I, I think it's easier with celebrity it, deaths unless it's a like person. Also, if it unless it's a personal mm-hmm. dig, I think comedy, you know, dealing with someone's death is yeah. completely appropriate. Like, oh, yeah. Like unless it's like taking something at their expense, there's nothing wrong with uh, with dealing with. Yeah. With tragedy, with comedy. Yeah. Like when my like, mom died, my uh, Scott asked me why my mom's casket was so heavy, and I said this, my dad wanted to make <laughs> sure she couldn't get out. I mean, it's it's just it's just human nature. It's like you know the the saying is if yeah. if we're not laughing, we're crying. Yep. If we're, if we're not laughing at something, we're just gonna cry. So yep. might as well laugh about it. And you know, and anyone that's you know in entertainment, I think they would just want to be remembered yeah, and, you know, anyway. The other thing so. is like making like jokes, like friend friends related jokes. Like it just goes to show like how important that show was culturally to like the vast majority of Americans. Like, you know, I, I, I've, I've seen, I've seen yeah. every single episode. Right. It wasn't like my favorite show, but like, fuck if I don't remember I like certain recurring bits, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot of them. I don't know if I've seen every episode, but I've seen a good bit. It was ruined when the monkey left. (laughs) The monkey was an asshole. Well, yeah, but (coughs) they should have pivoted from there. Pivot, pivot. I mean, there's, there's, there's also some infamy, infamy because he's the first one to die. It's gotta be weird for his co-stars. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I mean, there. There can never be a four. You know, yeah. at least well, Richard Mall was eighty. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's kind of like you know that's well, a, he it, died you know, I'm because doing the, he was I'm, I'm writing our yeah. Halloween special right now, and uh, Mary Shelley died at fifty six years old. Granted, it was like in eighteen thirties, but still. Jesus. Well, yeah. that whole that whole 
life expectancy thing. Yeah, That's like if, of the if Matthew Perry had rate. like lived in the 1800s, then yeah, like he would have had a long life. But yeah, no, he he could have had another. No, I was going to say years. like at 54, he would have had a long I, life I, in the 1800s. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'm talking about well, now. You know, he could have had another 30 is, like, years if that hadn't happened. Like, so obviously, he had his drug and alcohol problems. Really fucked with his heart. That that much is very clear now. That you know, and I I, I was talking to yeah, all. It's like, well, yeah, that's why they yeah. have those signs. It'll do about it. not going into the jacuzzi if you got a heart condition. Like it, it's yeah. very common. It's very common. And yeah. People just don't realize like. Again, like jacuzzis are gonna fuck you up if you're not careful. Um, you know, if you're gonna drink in a jacuzzi, be very careful. Yeah, no. Or you know, just just don't. Here, here's a good tip. The pro tip from uh, Distraction Hole. Yeah. Never jacuzzi yeah. alone. Yes. Yeah, especially it's always when better new. with friends. Yeah, Dave. If. Yeah, yeah. they even Shut that's up. even better. Yeah. That's like double yeah. plus. But at least have a lifeguard. He could afford a lifeguard on duty. I'd rather pass out naked in the hot tub and get my eye jabbed out by someone's penis than drown from a heart attack. Yes. Yeah. No. No. A little and a little bit of you know mystery fluid on your leg is is better than dying. Gross. Hey, <laughs> how about a game, Mike? Do we have a game? Uh, all right. I I have the inkling of a game. It's kind of like a repeat. Not a repeat, but kind of a a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. But it's the best I have at the moment. Mm-hmm. So imagine this: you have your dream car. It's awesome. It's you know whatever you want in a vehicular conveyance. But mm-hmm. for some reason, and this is inspired by a little bit by. A show I never watched a whole lot of, but uh, How I Met Your Mother. It has a tape player that has one tape just stuck in there, and it's always playing. But it happens to be your favorite. So what tape is that in that player? That's a good question. Um, David, you go oh, first. Oh, man, this is a tough one. <laughs> um, so, like, here's the thing. Not... Can you turn the volume can down at least? Oh yeah, you can turn the volume okay. down. You can turn it off if you want, but uh, that's, so, that's uh, no. But, I say it, go but also, yeah, it's like, got to be, be a retail. There aren't a whole lot of albums that are released on tape. So does that mean, uh, especially today? So does that mean that I have to work within a it, certain series of decades? No, in this okay. in this fictionality, it could be tapes and come back as a thing. Any retail release. Like you, it just so happens to have someone, they only had a tape player in this car. So they took that mm-hmm. CD or MP3 album mm-hmm. and dubbed it onto tape, but it got yeah. stuck in there. Okay. And for some reason you can't oh, get okay. the, uh, so the just, um, Okay. So it's got to be something that um, I'm going for something that I can listen to anytime. And that, that'll yeah, end up all being, the time. Um, when driving Daft Punk's Discovery. Like there's oh, not a bad okay. song. Uh, one What's more one time, of the songs aerodynamic, on digital love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah yep. I just, um, Damn good album. that's just one, like no matter what, if I hear nice one choice. of those songs, I'm going to listen to it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Kevin. All right. Here's the thing. I got three options here. Mm-hmm. And I'm really torn. Yeah. Four technically. Mm-hmm. Look, just I've got a couple as well, so I know we have some overlap here. So don't worry about what I'm thinking. You no, just no, I understand. Can I can I go with two? Because uh, I know one of them is. No, it's it's one. There's because there's, okay, there's just not a changer. one, just yeah. the one. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I'm just gonna go ahead and go with images and words mm-hmm. by Dream Theater. Yeah, that because yeah. it's it's got a broad range of songs. It's prog. It's metal. Uh. Take the time and uh, surround it or both on it. And uh, there is not a single song on that album I'd ever skip. It's, I have this concept of the perfect album, which there are a lot of what I consider perfect albums, like yours, you know, the Daft Punk album, that I can listen to all the way through mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. without skipping a track, you know? And uh, Images and Words mm-hmm. is one of those. Dookie by mm. Green Day is another one, but Images and Words would, if I had to choose one to be stuck in the yeah. car tape player, that's the no, one. No, I dig it. I dig it. So, I so I will say, like like I said, there was overlap, so I was pretty sure Images and Words would have been my first choice, but... See, my other mm. one was Flood by They Might Be Giants. So, my, sec- my second choice, since you know, that one is taken, would be uh, Information Society... Mm. by Information Society. Also a very good, you know, it's all uh, kind of... Early industrial techno, kind of. post-new wave techno, early techno, like you said, kind of industrial. I would say quite industrial. Well, they're considered some of the fathers of industrial techno music. Yeah. And I get it, because there's a lot of industrial-sounding shit in pure energy. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of, like, but I mean, you know, it's got a lot of sampled hits, like it's yeah. early, like stuff with like, sampling. So, David, you know. you're familiar with Information Society, right? Their biggest hit was uh, "What's on Your Mind" in parentheses, "Pure Energy," and it's got like a lot of yeah. Star yeah. Trek no, I get sound yeah. bites. I mean, it, it starts off with uh, "It's worked so a, far, but we're not out yet." Mm-hmm. Exactly, uh, McCoy saying it. Yeah. So, you know, it and it has a lot of like, I mean, it's got a the baseline. Uh, baseline, the uh, beat is basically sounds like a sampled, you know, someone hitting a metal plate with a sledgehammer. So, yeah. you know. God, it mm. is such a good album. That's a good choice, Mike. But yeah, you know, that... that well, there's like one song on there I'd skip. Well, there's, yeah. there's not one song. There's a part of a song that I don't like. But just because it like drags the song out, it's... Uh, Okay, I remember. But anyway, there's one song that like just gets really repetitive at the like mm. last third. But okay. I can easily like tolerate that. Yeah. The rest of the album's a banger, so yeah, the rest of it's so good that you know, I, I can probably throw out a couple of alternatives because I, I reached mine pretty quickly. Um so Yeah. yeah. Well we, we so gave I, alternatives. So what's your alternative? For different reasons. Um, another album that I consider to be perfect is mm-hmm. uh, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots from the Flaming Lips. Um, every, every, yeah, okay. All right, here's the thing. 
I just recently started listening to that, and while I'm still getting into it, yeah, Fight um, Test is I, I, fucking I love, amazing. I love that huh. album. Might have to um, check that out. And then I'm going to throw this out yep. there, a Journey Greatest Hits compilation. Because that's some, that's some good shit for driving. Good dude. choice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Just yeah, get fucking no, separate is, ways God, going. Crank fucking... that volume up. Look. Look, uh, <laughs> last night I went to uh, a friend's house and mm-hmm. we watched the first Tron movie. And on the way home, Separate Ways came on uh, on the radio, mm-hmm. not on the radio, but mm-hmm. you know, on my streaming playlist. And I'm like going, damn it, I just want to watch Tron Legacy now because, you know, yep. those those two things like rot one right after mm-hmm. the other. It's get Daft Punk I, in it. I, it's I got have... Daft Punk in it, true. So it's, it's funny because nice I'm remembering um, there were, there was a time my friend came back from military service. So it's like six of us crowded into his car and uh, don't stop believing comes on. So there's yeah. So there's six God, of us good like, tucked song. into the small like mid 80s Mustang cranking the volume <laughs> up doing don't stop believing. <laughs> Screaming yeah, the lyrics, oh, so probably good. so good. It, um, so yeah, I think like a Journey Greatest Hits album would be great to have stuck in a tape deck. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, so that I, is a I damn think all three choice, of us have sir. like great choices here. And there's not yeah. a. And if I were riding with you, there's not a single car I would not be mind being stuck mm-hmm. in. Yeah, with like that I can. I, I think we could all tolerate being on a road trip if we had like that. That's our road trip playlist, man. As as we travel the country looking for cryptids. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the stuck the in the radio cryptids, playlist. That's what we will be playing. And as we go from in our Scooby to Doo phase. to get Mike those beaver nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, god damn it yeah yep. you just reminded me of beaver nuggets i'm all fucked up now although although i have found out that bucky sells them Ooh, themselves on amazon yeah. oh hell dog we're fucked they're they're a little more expensive but you know because they're but they're shipped because you know they it's pro, quote unquote prime shipping but of course that just means it's tacked on to the yep. total price yep, yep. But it's like twenty bucks for like two thirteen ounce oh, bags of oh, beaver shit. nuggets. Damn. So, yeah, I I, I did oh, not know this information. It's the same thing with like buying like Dole Whip. But there um, it is. Like mix. Like now you can actually like buy the Dole Whip stuff. But I remember I used to have to like go to Disneyland to have that. But now I can. I, but now I can get Dole Whips just really? about anywhere because like I get. Because for a while, like Disney had exclusivity on like that pineapple soft serve, and, and then like yeah, now you can get it anywhere. Gotcha. So like, if I want a fucking Dole Whip, I have a place in town where I can go and grab one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that you is a thing I never knew about until now. Oh, oh guys, dude! Uh, oh no! Oh. But I, I looked it up and I'm going, hmm, that <laughs> oh, seems yeah. kind of tasty. Yeah, so after being titillated and... God damn it! <laughs> uh, Two hours of sex jokes! <laughs> and uh, brought to arousal... Going, forever. Fuck! <laughs> 
now Jesus it's, Christ. it's, it's time to uh, oh, lay down and take a nap. God, we're never giving my show extends <laughs> again. Going in. So, <laughs> horny goat weed and trucker speed. <laughs> so, with that, uh, I've got nothing else. I'm spent. Uh, I'm fucking done, and I feel like I need a shower. <laughs> yes, this. Distraction hole will often lift, leave you feeling with feelings of uh, regret, remorse. Just don't leave and the hole a mess. That's filth. all I'm saying. Yeah, just yep. just clean the hole up after you're done with it. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Christ. Yeah. Got any, David? You got any parting thoughts for? I think this is going to be dirty, one dirty we boys. Upload this one to YouTube. I think this is going to get the channel stricken from the, the server. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is the I, I already know the from title for this one. So we're, we're it's good. all my fault. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> Kevin it not be something about cummies. <laughs> Kevin, what you got for us? Uh my regret <laughs> is palpable. <laughs> As it always is. Well, I have been Mike. Kevin has been Kevin. David has been David. We have distracted your hole for long enough. God damn it. <laughs> we will bid you adieu. Leave my hole Fuck, this. I'm dying. And say goodnight, sweet prince. Mm. Oh, I forgot the uh, affirmation. Fuck. Hey, you uh, don't suck. Any port in a storm. Big boy, any port in a storm. Oh my God. <laughs> I, quit. I forgot. I'm I'm I, I forgot. I had to come up with something on the spot. I'm sorry. Um, but no, you know, I mean, we, we I, it all boils down to mm-hmm. just don't be a dick. I mean, just just don't be a dick, and every, and people will like you. Uh, good night. God bless. Goodbye. And Godspeed. And may God bless. Everyone covered in cum. Hey, you said it. <laughs> <laughs>